Hey, hey, Towelheads. Uh, wanted to hop in the beginning of the episode here and let you know that there are a few things to be excited for coming up uh, that I forgot to promote during the episode that I want to make sure that you stick around for till the very end, as well as something that I didn't mention at all. Uh, so at the very beginning here, I want to make sure you stick around because we found out the gender of Douchler Douchler. We talk about it during the episode. I talk about cutting it out and all this other stuff, but it's in there. It's towards the end. So you want to make sure you stay for that. It's exciting. It's a great announcement. It's a lot of fun. As well as on July 20th, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., I will be returning to the Lucky Squirrel in Garden City. Uh, it's at Ford Road in Middle Belt. Uh, it's just like a garage sale thing. I'm located directly across from the bank in the parking lot. I'm going to be there hustling some paintings and selling some stuff. So if you guys want to come out, you want to support me, I can't guarantee you the other two will be there, but I will definitely be. Uh, it was a lot of fun the last time I was there. We had a great time just hanging out, busting balls, and talking to people. So if you want to come out, hang out, we will definitely be there on July 20th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then we will follow that up, like I said, in the episode with our benefit at the Rustic Crow Distillery on Telegraph in Dearborn Heights. And then on July 20th at Canton Brew Works CBW for our comedy night at CBW Showcase. Also, Towelettes, I will do you a salad if you do us a salad. This week, if you share, this is going up Monday, if by Tuesday you share at least the event or the page or something that is moist definitely related, Take a screenshot and send it to us. We will send you guys out stickers uh, for doing that. Uh, for as for our next batch that we're going to do here, we're getting ready to print some new ones. We have them designed and they're ready to go, uh, which is a total lie, I think. But, you know, that's how it goes. Uh, but not just that. If you do that, we will also give you three episodes this week. Uh, we already have one scheduled for sure. I guarantee you that we will do another one with host and I will do another one with another guest at some point this week. Uh, if not before the uh, 20th. So like I said, guys, uh, I appreciate all the support and all the love we've been getting, but if you share this stuff, we will do more for, I don't know. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to just promote and trying to get us to help you promote too. So, like I said, stickers, we have our first batch, but we will get a new batch, and you will get one of those for sure, because they will be for sale at the shows. Um, Moist Def, enjoy the episode. Thank you, guys. Welcome, 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 and good morning, Towelettes. How we doing on this Monday? Good morning for your Monday motivation here at Moist, definitely. I feel like that was really more difficult for me to say than it should have been. Uh, nothing. What the fuck? Should tag me? I'm just kidding. I'm in my garage. Probably a bug. Uh, no. So uh, I wanted to check in with everybody and kind of give you a rundown of some shit that's been going on around us and uh, craziness, and uh, also ask a favor of the towelettes. Uh, and not really a favor. I guess it's going to be more of a demand from the boss man at this point. Um. Ooh, getting, uh, drinking some beer out in the garage. It's kind of warm out here. It's uh, making my belly kind of feel like I'm going to burp. So I apologize if I do. But 
Here's what I'm saying, people. <coughs> if we can get 400,000 people to say that we're going to storm Area 51, why can't we get, like, four towelettes share the fucking page and share some of our events? <clears throat> Tell people that you're going. Just something, you know? I mean... Realistically, like, I was coming into this point, like, to be more, like, uh, ob objective about it, because I think it's absolutely insane that there are that many people that are willing to sign a petition to say that they're going to do that. And because, you know what, I believe that there are 400,000 people that are willing to go there and try to get in or do whatever they're planning on doing. I'm not fully sure what the plan is here, people, on Area 51 just to storm the gates and hope you survive, I think. Um, it's not a good plan. Not not, not likely to end well for you. But uh, if we get 400,000 people to, like, care about one other cause or, like, something and focus all that energy into something positive instead of uh, something like this, I feel would be a more productive use of our time and efforts. <clears throat> Starting off in real funny high note here. Uh, but the real point, like I said, was that, like, we got people saying that they're coming to our events, and they always come out, they show up, they're in droves, there's always people there. But if you could help us get the word out on some of this stuff, especially, like, on the 20th, the Saturday coming up here, six days from now, uh, well, it'll be five days when this goes up, because it'll be Monday currently Sunday still, because I know how much you guys care about when I do this and when it goes up, or if it actually goes up on time, you know, all that stuff. Anyways, like I was saying, <clears throat> Saturday, July 20th, we have a show where each one of the Moistketeers, myself, Mr. Dushler, and Mr. Hamilton are each going to be doing our first 30-minute set. Or we're each going to get 30 minutes on stage to see if we even have 30 minutes of material to work with. Uh, at least that's the other two's concern. Uh, I know them, and I know their material, and I know both of them definitely have and will definitely make you laugh for 30 minutes. Um, <clears throat> uh, Maya Hamilton is going to be hosting this event. Uh, that's Matt's daughter. It's going to be a great time. We're going to have basket raffles. We're going to have... Uh, I know there's going to be some liquor that's being uh, offered for raffle, like a basket from the actual distillery, um, as well as I'm going to be offering a painting that is pretty sure it's 24 by 36. It's a pretty big painting. It's a Calvin and Hobbes universe. Uh, be friends with Mr. Dushler. It's his Facebook. Well, it was his Facebook uh, cover page for a minute there. Oh, it's one of the mainstays of the arts that I've been doing. But uh, that one's going to be up for auction. And we got a few other things that are coming in. I don't know exactly what all we have yet. But there's going to be many, many ways that you can raise money. As well as links that we have posted on the Facebook page. And we will definitely repost them this week to make sure everybody sees where they are so you can donate. Uh, we appreciate the shit out of all the support that we've gotten so far on it. And all of the awesome people that have donated baskets and time and have shared the event and are going to be there on Saturday. It's going to be a fucking killer night. It's going to be a ton of fun. <clears throat> I really don't want you guys to miss this. 
that's followed by the following week on Saturday, uh, July 27th at CBW. We've got Richie McClonus and Jarrett uh, Weber from Pizza and Hummus, uh, Dan Turco, and KJ Robinson. Some really funny comics, and I feel like, I don't know, Vincent was the other one. Uh, he said he's not going to be able to make it because I uh, guess he's having triplets or something. Fucking cool. Too cool for us. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but look forward to some episodes with uh, potentially those people as well as other guests coming up. Because as you can hear people and have heard in the past couple episodes, we've kind of almost got the sound to a quality where we feel comfortable to have guests back on. And uh, we've been reaching out to people and trying to line some stuff up. So... In the next few weeks here, look out for that. We are going to have an amazing, amazing few guests. I keep hearing shit move in here. And sometimes I wonder if, like, this garage is sealed up enough. Or if, like, some critters could be running around. But I think it's just there's some, like, big-ass beetles because it's summertime. And I had the light on because I was working on a spray painting. Because, you know, that's what I do at midnight on um, <clears throat> Sunday night. <sighs> Uh, weird. Uh, so, uh, last time when we did the episode with Joe Morgan, right before we left, oh, Rudy's barking, fuck, I'm gonna pause this real quick, come back. Okay, sorry, so, doesn't matter to you guys, but I paused it for a second, I had to go let Rudy in the house because he was barking. Oh, which that's another sad story. So, um, have been going through a lot in my life lately as the boss man. Uh, and not to get super personal with you guys, but we had a death in the family, uh, and it was kind of sad. I was going to mention it on the last episode because I was drinking a whiskey sour in honor, but uh, my wife's grandma passed away. Uh, she was a great woman, a uh, wonderful person, uh, super fun, cool person to be. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm, in a, I'm in a weird place with it, so I don't know how to talk about it yet or what to say about it, really. It sucks. It was a bummer. Uh, it was a hard one. And it's been kind of long, but uh, me and my wife just went up uh, away out of town for a few days after she passed away. We got back and found out that uh, Rudy had been having his seizures like he had before. And I mentioned when I almost watched him die that one day, I guess he had one more of those and wasn't doing too well after that, but he's still around. Uh I kind of put in the group chat the other day, I asked Dushler where the best place to be to, or to take him to put him down would be. I feel bad, but, like, I don't have, like, that, the hillbilly in me like my grandfather. Like, my grandfather would have just taken him in the backyard and beaten him to death with a shovel. I can't do that to him, man. I like him too much. But it's hard. I don't really know what to do, you know? Because I feel like, I guess, it's got to be done, right? He's only had a couple of those kind of seizures like that that I've seen. I've only seen the one, but somebody else witnessed another one while we were away when they checked on him. Um, just that, I don't know, it's hard to say. Because he's still got his quality that he, of life that he's always had for the last few months, I guess. Is that shitty to say? Just now he has seizures once in a while. And I don't know. It could have been because he was outside for too long, it was too hot, or it could have been something else. But, again, bringing the real funny, fun 
material today. Let's turn it up. So that's what I was saying. <clears throat> Uh, at the end of the Joe Morgan episode, uh, we had never talked about the Luna Pier citywide garage sale that I was part of, uh, that I had mentioned at the end of June there. I'm going to take a sip of my beer, so you're going to have to listen to that. Um, <clears throat> but that was a great experience, guys. Um, I sold a bunch of paintings out there. I met a bunch of young artists who were telling me that they're doing different kinds of art. I met a digital artist who was saying that he's newer to the medium, they're newer to the medium and that they <clears throat> are, uh, you know, just trying to get out to, uh, figure that kind of stuff out. Cause they usually drew by hand and that was how they were used to doing it. And I met another artist who said that they just got their studio set up in their garage too. To explain that's where I do all my art and where I'm sitting right now. Um, and so it was cool. And, uh, like I said, a lot of people, like I said, uh, not a lot. That sound makes me sound like a dickhead. People bought some art from me there and I was very, very humbled by that. I felt, uh, it was worth the money that I spent and all the, uh, the drive and all that stuff. Uh, <clears throat> and then, uh, that same evening we had our comedy edit CBW with, uh, Toledo Invasion. Uh, and I was very humbled there as well. Uh, we didn't <clears throat> have a huge crowd because it was uh, June evening. Uh, it was very nice out, very nice day. But we did have some people come out, some regulars hung out there too and stayed. Uh, the comics all crushed it, killed it, absolutely. Uh, and since I had my paintings with me, I brought them into the venue and I was able to sell a few there as well. And I don't know, it was just a, a great day for me and my art and my confidence. And I've done nothing for it since, except for I've gone on stage in a few places and absolutely crushed, but, you know, that's typical. That doesn't do anything for me anymore. Um, <clears throat> no, that was, it was great. Uh, while me and my wife were out of town, actually, I was able to hit up the Union Station, Union St Street Station comedy night. Uh, it's an open mic on Tuesdays in Traverse City run by Matthew Zerilli and Jeremy West. Uh, and they had a huge fucking crowd there on a Tuesday night. <clears throat> and I was totally shocked and surprised. Not in, like, a bad way, but, like, because when you think about things up north, you don't think of, I guess, I didn't really know Traverse City. Even though, like, I've been in that area and up there a ton in my life, I've never really thought of Traverse City or been in that city long enough to really see what it was, and uh, we stayed there for a few days this week, or last week. I don't know, man. It doesn't matter. We stayed up there for a few days, and uh, we were able to kind of get to know the city and enjoy it a little bit, and like I said, it was a great time. Um, so, I did want to mention, no, I'm sorry, I got a list of stuff that I'm looking at here, guys, that I wanted to talk about. It says the promo, and then it says promo again, which is fine, but it's like three things later, and I feel like I just went over the promo stuff, so fuck that. Um, <clears throat> I'll do the next, last promo at the end. Oh, that's what I was going to name this episode. I forgot to tell you guys. Uh, this, oh, fuck me. Maybe I should put this in the beginning. No, I'm not going to edit all that out. Fuck it.
here's me fucking up the whole thing. I'm stupid. I could edit all this out. I'll cut out half that silence. But um, uh, this is the gender reveal episode for Douchler's Baby. Uh, we found out what Douchler Douchler is going to be. And we're here to let everybody know. So I hope you're ready to find out. But we're going to tell you at the very end here because we don't want to ruin the surprise. I want you to tune in. It'll be right after our promos for the shows that I just promoted not too long ago. Uh, so I'm going to just chat a little bit more about some other stuff that I've been doing lately. Uh, like I mentioned on the last cast, I've had a lot of free time lately. A lot of extra uh, time to be able to view television, right? Because uh, I we <laughs> did that stupid game about uh, the tattoos, which we're going to do another version of on a future episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed that first one. Uh, something very similar, but what the actual show was like, because I did my research this time and watched an episode, and I have to tell you guys, it was not as exciting as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> uh, but I want to break that down with those guys a little bit uh, before we do the next episode of that. Uh, but in watching TV lately... Uh, my wife has been watching a lot of ghost adventures, specifically over the last couple days. Uh, there's something about ghost TV shows that I think we both kind of find comforting. It's like uh, uh, something from when we were younger, and like uh, this isn't something that I've really talked about on the cast, I think. Uh, when I was just out of high school, but before I was old enough to have real responsibilities, one of my things that I enjoyed doing was some of me and my friends would go out and we would go ghost hunting. Uh, we would go out to various uh, graveyards. There's a few specific ones in our area, as well as a mental institution that's well known for being haunted um, that I never personally went into. But I know that uh, I've seen video of them there and other people going into that. And it's a... Uh, <coughs> Scary, scary, weird place. Uh, but that being aside, so I think there's something kind of comforting about those like weird ghost hunter shows, uh, ghost hunters, ghost adventures, ghost hunters international, all that weird shit. So enjoying some more beer. Uh, but one of the episodes that we were watching recently, I thought was really fucking funny. Uh, the dude, the host, was like. They were going to, it wasn't Skinwalker Ranch, it was like Skinwalker Valley or something. I don't know if it has anything to do with the ranch or some of that weird stuff there. If you guys don't know what any of this is, please feel free to Google it and read about it and stuff, because I don't know all of the details about it, and I would be doing a very large disservice if I were to start just being like, and this is what that's all about, because I have no fucking clue. So, it's like all this is these places that are well-known for paranormal and UFO-type activities. That's what I do know. So, when he goes to this place, it's him and four other guys, and the first night they go, they all go out, and, like, they have this experience where two of the dudes branch off, and they go ahead on this trail. They're kind of, like, in a rock quarry-type area, and they two dudes branch off, and they go just ahead of them, like, just up and around the area, like, around the area that's a bad way to describe it so like you got these walls that are going like way high up that they're made of rock 
these guys. I don't know why am I describing this like that. I don't. I'm being way too meticulous. The beer must be kicking in or something. Um. So, anyways, there's like rock walls that go up, and like you can't really see straight ahead. Like it's like a a gorge, or I don't know how to describe what word I'm looking for to describe it. Uh, but it's like a large trail with uh, rock walls on each side. So, like they go just ahead on the trail, and like they can still see their flashlights, but the uh, other dudes they're like, "Hey, wait up a second. And apparently they can't hear anything or they can't hear them at all. And they end up getting separated for like an hour and a half and they try to find each other and like all this weird stuff happens to them. So <laughs> this is the part that I was waiting to tell you. Guys. Like they go into the next day and they're like they all make it out alive. They're all together or whatever and they find this a Native American sort of shaman lady who's like, all right, here's what we got to do. We got to bless you guys and make you, uh, what are they, Aztec warriors, I believe it was. And so they're like, we're going to do this ritual. They get them together, and she's saying this prayer, and they, she gives them this little bit of, I think it was called devil's weed. Uh, and they just ate it a little bit. And it's a root, but she didn't warn them, nor did any of them look it up or have any clue, that apparently this was a hallucinogenic. So they, they're still filming them. Like, they, there's a crew there filming them, and then they have, like, their after... Uh, oh, the... Uh, after what happens, like, they're filming all that, too. So, like, she's doing the prayers and stuff, and she's talking to them. And she's talking to the host, and the host is asking her, asked her a couple questions. And she's like, well, what do we have to do? I don't remember exactly, like I said, word for word what they said. But she said something like, uh, well, you have to be careful and you have to be strong because if you show any fear at all, it can kill you. And there's a dude who's wearing a backwards hat, and he looks at the host, and it is the most, like, holy shit, I'm so fucking high, I'm going to die it's gonna know i'm afraid like i'm afraid now i just shit my pants because the hallucinogenic set in and this thing's gonna eat my fucking soul oh it was so fucking funny <clears throat> but uh yeah i don't know that's weird just uh i've always had some kind of fascination like i said we did that side podcast for a minute there or done a few episodes even about just uh weird happenings and stuff like that and uh some weird fascinations with the paranormal and stuff uh, i don't think i've ever told the story on here but one day me and my wife uh before my daughter was born i bought us tickets and took us out on a date to uh ghost hunters live which was a very interesting experience i think of all the live things that i've been to it definitely had hands down the most interesting crowd uh, as you can imagine what the crowd of fans of Ghost Hunters looks like, as well as the people who are going to come out to a theater to see it, I uh, was not prepared. I don't know why, but I just wasn't ready for it. And it was like, because they brought like clips from the show that hadn't been been seen and like some of the best of the show like here's the here's our best evidence that we found and then they did like 
Q and A's and stuff, but like they didn't have people running the microphones around. It was just the two dudes. <laughs> you felt kind of bad for him. It's like a lot of work. I don't know. It was, a, I remember it just being like a really weird experience. Like it was fun, but it was just a very strange, strange experience. Uh, also with all of this free time I've had, I recently watched a video about Bob Ross. For those of you that don't know, Bob Ross was like an inspiration to me from when I was younger. Uh, when he became a meme and stuff, I'd always known who he was because when I was younger, I used to watch his painting show on PBS. Um, I never painted when I was a kid. I never was really into that kind of art. But now that I'm older, I paint a lot and I respect what he did a lot. Uh, it's not something that I am as gifted with as far as like uh, landscape paintings and what he was able to do. But I definitely, I enjoy it, and it's something that's even fun to, like, it's cool to see that it made it into popular culture, because he was such a positive and awesome influence on people and what he was trying to do in life. Like, uh, this documentary that I watched had, like, his, the person who discovered him and, like, got him in front of people and stuff, and she just talked about how, like, he really wasn't a people person, he wasn't into that kind of stuff. He, uh, uh, some facts that I learned about him during this, uh, news article or whatever that I was watching was, uh, that they've never, ever sold any of his paintings. Uh, it's never occurred to the estate to do so as well as uh, it was never his goal. And that that motherfucker painted over 30,000 paintings that think about that for a minute. Name anything that you've done in your life, 30,000 different times aside from masturbate. And I will give you $100 because I don't think many people can say that there is something that they've done that many times, let alone if you think that that's how many paintings he says he completed in an article that he did in like 1991 or some shit that they said. Again, you know, doing the real research, just watching stuff and then like trying to reiterate some of the facts that I remember through the fucking haze with beer. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, that he never fucking sold any of his paintings. It was never his prerogative. And that he did like for the uh for each episode of the TV show that he did, however many that they ended up doing, he did three paintings per episode. He did one before, he did one during the episode, and then he did one after of the same painting. So he cataloged each of those and they still have them in the headquarters in I think they said it was in Ohio or Oregon. I don't fucking remember where it was exactly. But that's where we're at. Did, was there another fact about him that I was supposed to remember? Of course there is. There's always something. Um, but no, that's, I guess that's kind of like, it's cool. That's a weird, weird, interesting fact to know. That like, he never like, never wanted to earn money off the paintings. It was always just like, because that was the thing. I, I think that's where. Okay, that's where the article that I. It was. It wasn't a news article. It was fucking. Some news website posting on YouTube about it, and <laughs> what they posted was that 
there was people who were trying to find his paintings to purchase. And they weren't able to. So they did research into why and where and who had them, and they found out. And I'll post that on the Facebook page this week, since I said that we were going to post a bunch of stuff last week, and we didn't. And we also haven't been posting there very much to begin with, and that is where I tell everybody to go to find out about stuff, but then we don't post anything there. So, starting this week, we are 1,000% brand-oriented, and we will be posting multiple times a day on the Facebook page. So that way people can see us and find us. And share things that you want to share and find funny or like. uh, Because that is the goal, is to get the podcast out there to people who want to see and listen to us. So, uh, I've been going deep still. I know every towelette's getting ready for it. Can't wait to hear Banjo Brian talk. But uh, my bluegrass and my folk music has been... Non-stop still, guys. I've actually almost, front to back, learned how to play Tyler Tyler's Purgatory album. Uh, I love it. I love a lot of different folk music and stuff lately. I found a new band just today or yesterday. But they are cool, too. I'll talk about them at a different time. Because what I wanted to talk about was two different things here. Uh, We're going to talk about Shitty Suggestion. And then what shitty suggestion led me into thinking about earlier this morning. This morning? Why do I talk like that? Like, it's not this morning. It wasn't this morning. It was like 15 minutes ago before I started the podcast because then I listened to a bunch of the shit. Oh, I get so fucking frustrated and annoyed with myself sometimes. Anyways, so this week's shitty suggestion. Wait, should I do the promo? No. I'm going to do shitty suggestion, I'm going to do the promo for the stuff that we got coming up, and then we're going to do the gender reveal for Doucheler Doucheler. That is the official name as voted on by the Facebook page, because uh, we didn't put a poll up and nobody voted anyways, and that's the only suggestion I've heard for a name, so that's what we're going to go with. Shitty suggestion this week, though, is somebody who has been on a lot of other comedy podcasts and stuff, uh, and it's the dude who I think got me back into enjoying country music. Uh, Because for a long time, and for the longest time, I felt like country music has just been, like, watered-down hip-hop at best. And that's the kind of same opinion that this dude holds, and he makes, specifically, he makes really funny and, like, comedy-driven country music. And it's Wheeler Walker Jr., Uh, For those of you that don't know, like I was just saying, he's been on, like, uh, Your Mom's House and Joe Rogan. Uh, He's super duper, like, dirty and funny. Uh, But it's, like, like, almost, like, the most legit, like, when you think of what, what do you think of when you think of, like, when you make fun of country music? And that's what this guy does, is he just makes, like almost music that you would make fun of to make fun of country music, but it's almost so sincere that it makes people enjoy it. I don't know how to describe it other than that. You guys got to listen to it. Uh, I will read some of the lyrics for one of his songs called Redneck Shit. 
Sorry, I might have done this one already now that I'm thinking about it. Did we talk about Wheeler? I don't really care because that's that's what I'm doing right now. I'm going to talk about this. I edit all that silence out, and I'm going to take another drink of beer. Okay, so this is the lyrics to Redneck Shit, and I'm only going to read through the first uh, chorus, so that way you guys can kind of just get a taste of like, no, you know what, I want to do, because this one's like really to the point. And there's a couple that he does that are real. Nah, I'll just do this one because I like this one a lot. This is one of my. <laughs> this is one of the ones that makes me laugh every time I hear it. So, uh, like I said, it's called "Redneck Shit" by Wheeler Walker Jr. And it starts out saying, "American by birth and Southern by the grace of God it means that everything I do, I do it right." New York and California, you can go and have your fun, but down here, I got a list of what I like: eating tater tots and pussy, sucking Mountain Dew and tits, kicked my grandpa in his nutsack. Then I sucked my boss's dick. Fucked my cousin in her asshole before I finished on her tits. Then I shot my neighbor's cat. Shoot my neighbor's cat. I love that redneck shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that, that explains it. Uh, he's got a ton of songs. Like I said, that's one of them. The one that I think most people would know or may recognize would be uh, Eating Pussy and Kicking Ass which is also what I live my life motto by now, these days. <sighs> and, uh, no, no, no. So, uh, like I said, I was, I think hearing him on things like Joe Rogan and your mom's house made me interested in listening to his music, which I checked out and it made me enjoy country music again because it was like, country but it was funny and so like i kind of got back into the sound of it and stuff and that's what made me like go exploring into other types of country and folk music like that because it's not far after you listen to things about wheeler that he talks about uh, i believe he talks about sturgill simpson a little bit and that uh there's just a ton of people that get linked up it's just like it was part of my youtube algorithm just different bands that were coming up that i should listen to and that's how I discovered a lot of the bands that I enjoy. But that doesn't explain why I enjoy the comedy country, though. I went back to my youngin' days thinking about it. And uh, I was just trying to remember like some of the stuff that made me... I had a specific artist in mind that I thought of. From when I was younger, I remember my grandfather having VHS tapes of a comedy country singer who made songs about very various different things, but I couldn't remember what exactly, and I couldn't remember his name. So I started Googling and searching, and uh, it came out to be that I don't know if anybody knows or remembers this guy, but uh, Ray Stevens was somebody that... Uh, I remember watching a lot of when I was younger, like I said, we had those VHS tapes of it and I would put them on and watch. And like I said, it was strictly like uh, comedy stuff. Like he had 
he's got all right <laughs> i can't even begin to list all the music that he's got but yickety yak was one of his songs uh from way back in the day but the uh, ones that i remember specifically that i watched the video for earlier was uh, there was a song about the mississippi squirrel revival which was about him when he was younger and he uh snuck a squirrel into a church service that got loose and bit some dude in the nuts and all this other, you know, not crass, but crass kind of stuff. Uh, and then there was The Streak. And this was a kind of comedy song, half skit, where uh, this dude plays like half the half of it. He plays a news reporter where he's interviewing people. So, like, the song starts up, and he's like, oh, this is news reporter, blah, 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 and we're at the scene here, and this is the, where the occurrence happened, and can you tell us what happened, sir? And then the song would kick in, like, the music, and it would be the same guy, but dressed up as, like, a ridiculous redneck, and he'd have some stupid accent talking about how, oh, and he came by, and he wasn't even wearing nothing but a smile. <laughs> And the whole thing is that the punchline is is that at the end of each of the scenarios where this dude is streaking through these areas, there's an old lady, and this whoever the guy is that's being interviewed, he yells, Hey, Ethel, don't look! Because, you know, that's what's fucking funny. Old people looking at dick. Even back then. But then, like, I looked at his greatest hits, and I was looking through, like I said, I don't have enough time to read everything that he got. But nowadays, he does, like... Uh, gospel hits and christmas albums and stuff but if you look back into 1991 into ray stevens greatest hits now mind you this is a greatest hits i have a feeling in 2019 you wouldn't see too many of these because this is back in 1991 like i said uh there's the streak like i said that's the number one song uh track four is bridget the midget queen of the blues not sure what the song's about i should look that up and read it out loud i'm sure that's funny uh freddie feelgood and his funky little five-piece band uh, then there's track six, Ahab the Arab, which I, I have to imagine that's probably how it's supposed to be rhymed. That's super, like, I just don't think that you see that these days. I'm probably going to cut that. Yeah, I'm going to cut that. Ugh. So I paused it, and I'm indeed not going to cut that, because that is indeed how it is said. Uh, it is probably as offensive as you would think it would be. It's pretty funny, though. Uh, Bridget the Midget. Queen of the Blues, I did some research, and that is also the same thing. It's uh, him doing a dance and making up this song about a midget who can do a lot of different things, and then says, uh, doesn't say, but they use a voice changer to make his voice higher pitched to make it sound <laughs> like he's a woman and a midget, and it's fucking terrible. Oh my god. And now this dude just does fucking gospel music and shit. The deodorant song, Harry the Hairy Ape, Speedball, Bubblegum the Bubble Dancer, man. Jeremiah Peabody's poly, unsaturated, quick, dissolving, fast, acting, pleasant, tasting, green, and purple pills. That's a good title. Um, Yeah, so, like I said, I just remembered watching these when I was a kid, and apparently, probably, definitely should not have been. But I guess it's all in the context of comedy and him trying to be funny and reach certain audiences that I'm sure still find it very funny. 
So that was my little wormhole that I went down just by looking up Wheeler or thinking about Wheeler Walker and comedy. So let's go back to my list here and make sure we hit all the points that I wanted to hit before. Yes. Ray Stevens was the last last point that nobody was here to ask me about or talk to me about. So once again, I will promo our shows. 7.20, five days from now, I need everybody on the Facebook page. There's 300 people that like our Facebook page. I just want a few of you to be able to share this event that's coming up. I will share it again with the episode. I will put a link in the comments. You can copy and paste that, or you can go right to the event itself and share it. I just want to make sure we get as many eyes as we can on these things, because especially like this event coming up, it's a benefit for Alzheimer's. And it's me, Mr. Dushler, Mr. Hamilton, all doing 30 minutes. Uh, laugh for a reason. It's going to be a great time, a great night, lots of auctions, lots of fun. <clears throat> and then we have on 727, we've got Comedy Night at CBW with Richie McClonus, Jarrett Weber, Dan Turco, KJ Robinson. Me and Mr. Matt Hamilton, for sure, are all going to be there having a great time, telling jokes, making people laugh. It's going to be good, guys. Uh, oh, that was the other thing I'm supposed to promote that I was supposed to talk about way earlier in the episode. Um, so I'm going to cut that in at the beginning, actually. I'm going to actually do some editing this week, guys. I'm going to cut something different. I'm going to mark right now what the two things that I want to mention at the top of the episode. So that way, you guys stick around. And that is the gender and that thing. Boom. So we remembered that. We got that. Did the promo. 727, Common United CBW, Canton Brew Works, Michigan. Uh, oh, 720 is at the Rusted Crow. That's what I forgot to say. July 20th, Rusted Crow Distillery, Dearborn Heights, Michigan, on Telegraph. Uh, park on the side streets. There's a few parking spots in the parking lot, uh, usually. The car shop across the street's closed by the time we're doing the comedy event, so you can park there. But please, please, please come out. Come hang out. Show some support for the Alzheimer's Walk in October. Uh, and then we will share links to donate if you guys can't make it out to the shows, because I know the Towelettes want to show love if you can't come out. Uh, but we definitely urge you guys to come out, because like I said, we're going to have raffles there, which are going to include awesome, awesome prizes like the booze basket. Um, the painting from me, as well as, I think Dushler said his family's putting a basket together. I don't know what exactly is in it. I'm sure it's going to be lots of great, great, wonderful things. So, July 20th, July 27th, then we will get our August dates straightened out and together and booked and make sure that all of the towelettes are aware of them as soon as we have it all set up. And look out for the Boss man, Dushler, and Mr. Handbag himself to be making appearances out and about and in the wild everywhere that we can. Uh, we've definitely, like I said, I performed in Traverse City. I'm pretty sure Mr. Dushler did as well while he was up there uh, this past weekend. Um, I know Matt's been going up. We're just trying to get out there, get some laughs, exercise our jokes. So look out for us everywhere. So finally, this is what I'm going to go and edit in. I want to make sure that people hear it at the beginning of the episode. The big gender reveal, 40 minutes into the episode, we finally found out 
Dushler, Dushler. Got the paperwork right here in front of me. Open it up. Theater of the mind, people. And turns out, Dushler, Dushler is 100% going to be a heathen. That fucking demon child. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, you fucking bought it. No, I'm just kidding. Bought it. Bought what? A stupid joke. Nobody believes it. Nobody would believe me anyways. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, best of luck to him. Why do I keep saying I'm just kidding? Because I've been drinking beer and shit. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just joking. I'm joking. Right? Get it? It's dark. It's funny. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha. I gotta get out of here. Uh, 720 and 727. I love you, Towelettes. I appreciate all the support. No, for real. Uh, we definitely uh, have seen the Towelettes showing some love, and we've been getting some downloads. Some new people coming on. We've seen some more people from Ireland, some other places happening. We appreciate the fuck out of it. We've been trying to do everything we can to get our name out there and get the podcast where we can. And we hope that you enjoy us. And I'm going to stop rambling before this gets weirder than it already has. Moist, definitely.